Welcome back to Champion Your Life with me, Leanne Champion, the podcast where we think through, break down, and process life together. We've been covering a lot of great concepts in the last few episodes, and today I wanted to introduce one more that I call emotional escapism. Emotional escapism is any activity, any behavior that you overdo to avoid unpleasant emotions or to ignore the truth of your life. Examples include overeating, overdrinking, gambling, shopping, over social media, even overworking out. And many of us, including myself, have fallen into the trap of using emotional escapism as a coping mechanism to tolerate aspects of our lives that feel, well, unacceptable to us. And to make matters worse, we're constantly bombarded with advertisements trying to convince us that we need something more, something more to live a better life. Does America really run on Duncan? Well, maybe the city of Boston does. Or be sure to bring your American Express card because remember, you cannot leave home without it. I might need to also argue that a daily dose of Taco Bell does in fact inhibit you from living moss. <laughs> you get the idea. I mean, there's so much money made on pleasure. And many organizations and corporations take advantage of that by not just playing to our natural inclination to seek pleasure, but they make it twice as bad by selling us things that are in concentrated form. And then what happens? We decide that these things are almost as important as survival because the dopamine hit we get from them feels like the most important thing in the moment, right? And instead of addressing and deciding to work on these areas in our lives, we we humans often opt for instant gratification to numb our pain. Look, I get it. Sometimes we we don't even have the energy to face the truth of what is going on in our lives because, well, frankly, we don't want to experience any negative emotions. And if we could all have those pleasures with no consequences, hey, nobody would care. But let's face it, there are consequences. Emotional escapism does cause pain. It only provides us temporary relief, right, from negative emotion, which then always comes back harder than it started. The more we buy, the more we spend, the more we eat, the more uncomfortable we feel, the more we watch Netflix, the more we're on the couch, often with chips, a beer, a glass of wine. You get the idea. And then it becomes this habit that then can become an issue in our lives, right? So here's the big, big question. Have you considered the possibility that life could be better if you didn't have all those escape routes? Because look, there's so much value to less food, to less drinking, to less spending, to less stuff. Have you ever considered that giving these up 
could make you more available to experience the real pleasures in life. For example, less drinking less would make you more alert, more available. Constraining your spending gives you more money for the things that are really, really important to you. In fact, it gives us freedom. And when you finally cut out the junk food, you find yourself wildly full of energy and ideas and no longer wanting the crap that had made you feel so listless. Since I've done this a time or two, I know what's going on in your mind right now. You're all are thinking, oh gosh, come on, Leanne, what is left? There will be nothing fun to do. Okay, stay with me. Like I said before, emotional escapism does cause pain. What people don't understand at that moment, particularly when you're craving something, is that Emotional escapism only provides temporary relief from a negative emotion. I mean, think of it like this. It's a Band-Aid on an artery. And quicker than you think, that Band-Aid is going to fall off and then you will start to bleed again. Okay, here's another way to look at it. Okay, you go out and you buy yourself a brand new car, right? One that you can't really afford and you have that one rush of pleasure, you know, total excitement, and then you have that payment to deal with. Do you remember Newton's third law? For every action in nature, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah, that was true in third grade science experiments, but I really want you to notice how strangely this elementary school formula still has something to teach us at every age. There is always an equal opposite consequence that keeps any emotional escaping from being worth it, even though we tell ourselves otherwise. And on the other side of that, when when we take away all of those escape routes and pursue the paths of well-being, we come out so much better on the other side. In fact, when we allow ourselves to really feel our emotions, which, by the way, is what we're trying to escape from, when we do decide to dive into that journey of truly understanding ourselves, when we start to find the causes of our unhappiness, then we can begin the change. We begin to make the shift from all that unconscious behavior to awareness on what we are actually creating in our lives. This is sustainable, unlike the escape routes we've been using to hide, deny, and ignore. When we don't sit and observe other people's lives through social media all day, we can get to the business of pursuing our own beautiful life experiences. When you trade the false pleasure in your life for well-being, what happens? You gain confidence, and that confidence begets more confidence, which just begets more confidence, and that is so beautiful. It's such a beautiful thing. The more confidence we have, the more empowered we will feel. 
the more well-being we'll experience, and then the more love we have to give and offer the world, especially, especially within our relationships and our families. And my friends, that's the whole point. Because when we are functioning from a place like this, we're able to finally be the best version of ourselves. Instead of, you know, going for that immediate dopamine rush from a tub of Haagen-Dazs, trade that escape route for something like a visit to the gym. I mean, Newton's third law still applies here. Your struggle and pain at the gym will be rewarded with a natural dopamine rush, you know, muscle building and, and a calm, a beautiful calm that lasts the whole day. And here's another interesting side note. When we are in pleasure-seeking mode, we, we become takers, not givers. We get in this weird take, take, take mode. I want to eat. I want to drink. I want to buy. We end up becoming quite self-absorbed. We're caught somehow in this false desire tailspin that we can never, ever satisfy. You think you want or need something, but the reality is that you usually, it usually never serves us beyond that very moment. Wild, right? Isn't it ironic how much we can miss the mark in those moments? I want you to imagine your life without the thing that you use regularly to escape. Seriously, I want you to stop for a minute. Take a second. I want you to imagine never having it again. Whatever that thing is, whatever is causing you a negative consequence in your life. What might you feel? You You might feel a bit off. You might feel a little bit of deprivation, perhaps a little angry. But ultimately, you'll finally feel the emotion that you're trying so desperately to escape from. And look, that emotion is some very, very important information for you. It's trying desperately to tell you something. That underlying emotion that you have yet to unearth is actively pulling so many strings in your life. It's ironically, it's guiding your thinking. It's shaping your current beliefs. It's informing how you're gonna act and show up in the world. So can you see how important it is to really get to the bottom of it? What's going on? Are you afraid? Are you angry, confused, overwhelmed? If you're constantly trying to escape and avoid an emotion, you are missing the authenticity of your own life. Now, as we discussed in earlier episodes, life is full of the 50-50, 50% good, 50% hard. This is a theory, and if you didn't hear, I'd love you to go back and listen to that episode. But I want you right now to remember that the good times could never come if there weren't the hard times. And I believe that that is by design. Take a moment right now and compare life, compare life to a novel. Truly, have you ever read a book that you like that 
didn't have stories of struggle and difficulty and pain. I know, kind of a weird question on the outside, but think about it for a second. Was the main character completely happy, set, positive on in every chapter of the book? <laughs> right? So this is your reminder. These pages of struggle in your own life are building authenticity for you as the protagonist. They are making your life like a novel that you'd want to read. When we let go of escaping and accessing our true desires, our true wants, you know what? That is when life really gets exciting and interesting. We need to create space to sit with ourselves. We need to access our emotional world and then move through it. It's vital. By embracing our emotions and feeling them and releasing the need to escape, we can then begin to experience personal growth and transformation. In closing, I need you to ask yourself, what is emotional escapism helping you tolerate that you that you shouldn't be tolerating? I really want each of you to sit on that this week, and I will too. You know, we've all been given this one precious life, and I really want you all to go out there and seize it. Go to my website, check it out, and reach out if you need me. Truly, it would be my honor to help you. You've been listening to Champion Your Life, the podcast where we champion your life together. Godspeed.